everyone. Welcome to Freedom Minds. Uh, this is the show where the mind flows. I am Jax Pyro. And I am Dan Platinum. And uh, we're going to get things started today by talking about, uh, well, we'll probably talk about more than just one main subject, but the, the main topic today is going to be over cancel culture and how that affects the uh, the world today. Um, it sucks. It's Yeah, it really sucks. Um, it's also going to probably determine, you know, how we're taken as a... Uh, as a podcast and as a you know you know our little platform in general because we uh we're a non-biased very open uh you know discussion-based format you know so do we uh you want to start us off with any like any outrageous things i'm i'm one of those people one of those hermits that stay under a rock so i really don't know what's going on in the world but dan you got anything for us well, I mean, everyone is familiar with cancel culture. It's already been talked about in pretty much all forms of media at this point, from the mainstream to independent creators. You know, it's nothing new, and it's something that's been happening for, well, most recently that people have noticed that it's been happening more often to where it's an actual culture that everyone is, says this exists. But it's actually been happening since, what, like 2,000 years ago in Greece? So it's yep. nothing really new, new. It's just more new to our current generation. It's more the it's more the trend. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very trendy, and yeah. uh, it's a terrible trend, as most are. But it's also very damaging whenever it goes too far. Yeah, it, it it's really sad nowadays because it's preventing it's preventing a lot of like new content, new developers. You know, people that might have fresh ideas and fresh starts from like any like getting any sort of rise just based off of, you know, who they are as people, you know. Well, it's not about who they are as people. It's more so what their views are more than anything else and what they think about. Yeah, but what I what I mean by as they are as people. So like your viewpoints as a person uh, generally, you know, guide your pretty much your lifestyle as a human being. So like say my viewpoint you know of being just this like you know guy who's just always trying to see you know everybody in their shoes before i do anything really guides me in that kind of like you know understanding kind of like hermit wise old man on a mountain kind of like way you know but like say you know s somebody has like say political views you know those political views you know tend to drive them in their decision makings every day you know what i'm saying well, that's typically how people choose to live their lives is based on, you know, their emotions. And it's not inherently wrong, but whenever you allow your emotions to control everything and every aspect of your life, it can go wrong very fast. Yeah, and it's it's even worse. It's even worse when other people are shutting down pretty much your beliefs Um because what that'll do to a human being is that'll like constrict them from living their best life. You know, I'm not saying that there's that there should be no boundaries, but I'm also saying that you should we shouldn't be constricting people to their viewpoints. If someone has a viewpoint or, you know, um has something that they personally believe in, you should allow them to say it even if you don't agree with it, you know, because generally, you know, those things sort themselves out on their own if you know i don't believe if if you want to speak your mind you shouldn't be fired from your job for it or you know you shouldn't be you know scrutinized you know from the public just because of said views well i mean to a degree no I'm not going to say that all of it is wrong, but m a vast majority of it is absolutely wrong because it, it could be something harmless like, hey, I was taught my entire life that there was only two genders and now there's 137, right? And it's like if you're trying to force me to believe that when I've been taught that there's only two my entire life and I look to nature and there's only two, right? Well you're going to get me fired from my job for that. So for me thinking not the way you're thinking. Like, I feel like that is absolutely wrong. So, like, I agree. Um, I don't believe anyone should be forced, but I do believe that 
even though that someone is taught that taught in that specific way um what what the proper response should be is hey you know i support i support you in believing what you want to believe but this is what i believe and this is the way i'm going to go forward moving with that and if that's going to be an if that's an issue and people are getting fired for you know having that standpoint that is wrong because that allows that only allows certain people to be able to believe in what they believe in and not everyone so it's it's a it's a pretty flawed system you know well through and through we're already at the point where we're we're past flawed like we can blatantly see all the holes in it especially when you look at juggernaut companies like disney like i don't think that there is very many companies that can compete with in terms of how big disney is and even they bend the knee to people who subscribe to counter or cancel culture you know it's like uh that star wars actress from the mandalorian she was made a comparison uh actually i have it here and uh basically she had made the comparison to um the nazis on how and, and she wasn't she wasn't wrong but she wasn't right either uh it was very much uh um, that's yeah, a very that's a very you know bold thing to do when you just compare like when you compare something directly to the holocaust and you weren't there you know kind of thing yes that's a very like bold thing to do yeah yes it is uh but from her tweet and um she said that jews were beaten in the street not by nazi soldiers but by their neighbors they were absolutely beat by the soldiers as well yeah even by children which I'm going to assume is true, but because history is edited, which is also true, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first had to make their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? And I think that last part very much does encompass what we're seeing today in terms of this is how I think and this is how you think if you're not with me you're this this and this i'm going to get you fired for your life i'm going to try to ruin your life as much as i can i'm going to make it as hard for you to live as i possibly can me and this group of people who also think like me so it's a very much sheep mentality and i see where she was going with of hey you we need to make these groups hate their neighbors right that's yeah, exactly what we're saying like back so when hitler was on the rise to power like whenever like he couldn't just like you know, start the Holocaust from scratch. He couldn't just, like, tell people, hey, we're going to go round up these people and execute them. It was a progress. He first had to convince pretty much an entire population of people that they were the issue, which the difference the difference from what that is and what from it is today, um, it's not like, it's not as a fat. So, like, that was a s still a slow process, but it's, but what we're doing now is an even slower process because now what we're doing is we're dragging out conflicts. Uh, we're pretty much because, because of the way that the American government is like laid out, especially in like political ways, a new leader with a new political view can be elected every eight years. So it pretty much every, every four years. Well, every four years, but Oh yeah. Well, well, We'll get that. So that's that's rare, even though it's 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 happened. But um, you know, it's it's one of those things where every four to eight years, our pretty much our political war resets. You know, whereas well, in like dictatorships, they can they can quickly make those changes um, throughout their you know th throughout their rule essentially. Well, but it just depends on what sides in power like it within those four years. It's like unless the president does something wrong in terms of uh, I believe it was Nixon uh, where they are removed from office. That's happened like what? Maybe I think twice. Yes. Yes. Um, but the so the main issue. So like we're going to have this topic later on. We're going to have in a later episode. But basically what this really all comes down to is is money 
it really all comes down to money because the people the people we've we've gotten to a society to the point to where if you have the most money you can drown out any other person's beliefs but your own like you i don't i don't believe that though cuz i mean you think about it it's like if you look at these groups it's really not they didn't start out with a whole bunch of money i mean you look at so many of these groups that do subscribe to this ideology and they started off as just normal people and they just wanted a voice and they huddled together. And that's why I said it was very much a sheep mentality is because there is absolutely strength in numbers. Yeah. So this is where we disagree. And the fact is, I believe they're allowed to do that. They are allowed to do that. Well, no, I'm saying that they're being allowed to do that. No, 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 I agree with you. They are absolutely being allowed to do this because you said it's about money, but I personally think it's about control. Well, yeah, but like, so the main the main way we control people is is through money at this point, uh, and it's it's getting it's getting kind of ridiculous. But like, it's essentially like what you're saying. We allow people to think they have free will for the for the moment, so that way they have hope, because hope drives a person to do like incredible incredible things and keeps them going, um, and. Uh, what is it? It was like a. I can't believe I'm using this as a reference, but uh, you ever watched the uh, the Hunger Games, and the uh, the president was like, "Well, you give them a little hope. A little hope is good because it keeps them going and it keeps them driving up production for, for us. For like when he was mentioning us, he meant like the rich, you know, big city. The one percenters. Yeah, the one percenters. It drives, it drives their production for us." But too much hope, you know, tr- pretty much brings down the whole system. So I believe, I believe that the, you know, the the fucked up thing is we have it set up to where, uh, one, I don't think lobbying should be a thing. I think that should be like, if you if you're a politician, you should try to, you know, get rich on your own. But we have this system to where we have like, you know, Rockefellers and fucking. Well, here's the long thing. family names that have been in politics like since they became rich, like in the 20s, you know. Well, here's the thing, like what you said about, you know, that movie and, you know, there's a lot of lessons and we kind of reflect movies in t- from our reality. Same with most forms of media. But the thing with that example that you gave is that with a little bit of hope, it was to benefit the one percenters. Right. And it yeah. was just to keep production running, to keep their society as it was. But what we're seeing more today is the diversion from that, because everyone will blame the people at the top, no matter what. They'll say, you have so much and we have so little. Give us what you have. Right. That's the mentality of a lot of people. It doesn't matter if they earned it. It doesn't matter if they worked their whole life for it. People don't see that. People only see the inequality of you have a lot. I have none. It doesn't matter what my choices were or what my family's choices were. It doesn't matter how hard you worked or how hard your family worked for what you have. You have more than I do. Give me what you have. And that's really the wrong mentality to have about it. But like I was saying about control was that's a, that's that a double edged sword, though, just just for the fact that like like. What I'm getting at is that the situation that we have ourselves in currently is very much so let's take our attention away from the people that are super super rich for as long as we can and make all of the rest of the general populace be so focused on hating each other that that's all they're focused on like it it goes back to cancel culture it's like hey we're allowing this group these big companies we're allowing this group to voice their opinion and pretty much dictate what gets shown throughout um society like a term of like censorship so what ends up happening is that that's kind of the side that they've picked because it actually benefits them in the long run because if they go with this uh side that wants to censor everything then it's easier for them to censor things that they don't want known or shown later down the road yeah but there's even comedians like uh jokes have to be politically correct now Sometimes, sometimes. Well, that's that's where we're headed. Like you do have pushback. Like, um, the goat doesn't give a damn. (laughs) We know who the goat is. 
Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, bro, that man. That that man is a legend. The man. <laughs> but, uh, dude, he lives in a farm in Ohio. I think that's just one of his properties. No, he he lives in Ohio. Like straight up. He lives on a ranch in Ohio, bro. That man. <laughs> that's nuts, right? Dude, I just remember that joke that he was telling about the owning a shotgun and going out there. Let's say that was. He's he's a legend because he doesn't care. He genuinely doesn't care because that man is so funny that cancel culture can't even really stop him. But, but yeah, that, but that's that's though. But those are the people that they really want to stop when they know somebody isn't faced by censorship. Those are the people that they really try to get after. Um, that's that's why like podcasts like. Like our podcast, if our podcast gets a bunch of views and we start continuously bringing these ideas to people that they can have a voice, they can have their own opinions, they can, you know, continue to do things without anyone telling them they can't, that's like a, that's a very threatening message, you know, to people who really have like set systems to prevent people from doing that. But that's the whole point of, these giant companies favoring these people and cancel culture because like i said before it'll help censor that so if you can sense and i think that that's really um more so in the realm of being uh relatable to how nazis were they wanted to censor opinions and thoughts that went against their ideology and a perfect example of that is the book burnings right it's like they didn't like this information to be known to the public, so they burned the books. That was a common thing. It was to censor information. But people can't do that nowadays because of how widespread technology and influencers are. So what they do instead is that they have this, uh, this cancel culture to say, you have a voice. You're dangerous to the messages that you want to spread. So we're just going to cancel you altogether. We don't want to hear what you say. We're going to shut down everything you have to say, and we're going to make sure you cannot get out your message. There was a really there was a really good book. I think we both read it in high school. I, I know I did, but um, it's called it's called Fahrenheit 451. I did not read that. Okay. It's a really good book. I, I would read it, Daniel. I think you would like it because it pretty much exactly depicts that, and it was written a long time ago. So essentially, the government repurposed firefighters instead of putting out fires their job was to was to burn books wait did was that actually happen like was it a historic book or was it a fictional book it's a fictional book but it's pretty it's it pretty much you know it pretty much talked about the idea of what's like going on now to where the government and like big you know corporations repurposed like like main protection industries like the police and uh, firefighters to pretty much destroy knowledge, essentially, to make it to where people really couldn't have an understanding of how the world works to prevent like them from gaining the wisdom that you would as like uh, we do today by going to school, by going, you know, by actually learning. They only had like these... In the book, they only had, like, these, like, few books that they were allowed to read. One was the Bible. Um, Scary. <laughs> yeah, one was the Bible. And then, like, and then one was, like, a basic, I think it was a math book. And then one was, like, a science book. And that was it. Just three books? That's three it? books. It was, like, three or, f- it was like three or four books that they could read. If you, ha- if you were in possession of any other book, you went to prison for, like, life or something like that. I could be getting a lot of this wrong because I read it in school. But essentially, they criminalized people for having books. And the firefighters' jobs were to go and hunt down these people and then burn not only all the books, but their whole property to make sure all the books burned. That's kind of... uh, Well, like I said, that can't happen today. Like, technically, it can happen, but it really (laughs) wouldn't... It can technically happen, but it really wouldn't do anything... Because that's not the way people get their information anymore. People really don't read books like that anymore. They've, if you want to know anything, actually anything, the one place that everyone goes 
Google. Yeah, but like, think about it like this. Think about it like this. What if, what if the whole world did what China did, and they blocked like almost every website except for like, maybe three websites. Well, you're right. Like that is still is essentially doing the same thing, but without any like physical copies. Yes, but, you're right. But the thing is about about the internet. We could Wikipedia the entire internet. You, you know what I mean by that, right? Like we could just type in our own entries, just like how people do with history when they make when they make shit up, or they you know over exaggerate things that have happened in history without the actual like. It's like that saying: you can't get rid of scriptures that are written in stone. You know, it's called breaking them. Yeah, you know you you have to do you have to destroy those things to get rid of that well but that's that's the thing anything can be destroyed and technology where we get how we get our information now is so malleable like you said wikipedia people can just literally put whatever they want into anything that they want and if someone takes wikipedia for fact that's the new fact but the back back to uh the cancel culture thing a lot of these people i don't think they realize that when these like outbursts are being started, like when the comments start like bursting, um, what I always think is I'm thinking like that someone like the first comment, the first like first first five comments, I almost guarantee two to three out of the first five comments are people that were sent to go comment on that shit to shit start. Well, that's the thing. People don't that. Okay, I get what you're talking about. Like but I'm saying, like like no one. Like, no one even thinks about it, you know? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody thinks about it because the internet is just full of trolls. It always has been. That's 4chan. the problem. 4chan. If you... <laughs> oh, whenever they did the okay sign thing. Bro. That is like, <laughs> this means white power. No, the fuck it doesn't. That was 4chan trolling everybody. And then the mainstream media ate it up. If and you... because it was on the mainstream, everyone else ate it up. All, for all of our viewers watching this video, if you have, like, a friend that's, like, you know, a scuba diver or, you know, someone who has to do, like, warning signals when they can't yell or speak, ask them what this means. And, you know, if if any of them, you know, say white power, please comment below. And I will know if you're a troll. <laughs> no, we won't, but it's okay. I'll say it, it doesn't matter regardless. <laughs> it doesn't matter regardless. But that's the point. It's like the Internet is always going to be full of trolls and it's always going to be full of people that have no real validation in their lives. So they go to these uh, people that they know they're going to dislike these topics that they know they're going to dislike just so they can put their opinion out there because it's been taught that everyone's opinion matters when realistically no one's opinion matters. You're an individual, but that was the whole point of coming yeah. together as a group for cancel culture. It's like, they came to the realization that, as an individual, no one really cares what I have to say. Yes. Realistically. So it's like, hey, if we just all yell it together as a group, it'll be heard. It's, and it was. It's good community gathering, but directed in the wrong purpose. I can agree to that. Yeah. Like, it's like I, I agree that people should band together on topics that are serious, but I don't think, I don't think if you if you gang up on one individual for their views, that changes nothing. The only thing that's going to happen is that person's going to get fired. And I guess you get some sort of fucking gratitude out of them getting fired. I don't, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, I, they're the, they're the people in the world that think I got this dude fired for not, uh, agreeing with me and not seeing how I see, I feel really good about like myself. It's right different. Now. It's different. I feel like it is different. If you, if you, if it's a group of people and they're and they're discussing the actions of someone who actively affects the lives of millions of people like has like the president for example like i feel like everyone should be able to discuss and about that and criticize and criticize just because that because that individual holds so much power in his hands that affects millions of people every day you know so I get that, but if you're like if you're just gonna go after some random actor, you know that you know that had a viewpoint and they, 
Well, that's that's the thing. People always have the mindset of this person has X amount of followers. They're well known enough that people will do what they say. I mean, think about it. It's like if uh, an actress or um, a rapper or a musician or literally anything, if you have an influencer even on TikTok or anything else, if you have enough followers, uh, there are a lot, a good portion of those followers will do what you say specifically just because you are who you are. It's like we saw that already with the whole vaccine thing. It's like they were trying to get all these celebrities to say, hey, I got mine. You should get yours. And a lot of people listened. But a lot of people did it just because their favorite person who is influential did it. Yeah. And it's like the. Like, here's a here's a here's an example like. Uh, I know of a lot of people, a lot of people. That are not okay with, you know, um, like pedophilia and stuff like that. But, you know, even though they're mostly rumors, they'll, like, they'll still jam out to Michael Jackson music. Does, but somebody would take that, somebody on the internet would take that and accuse everybody who listens to Michael Jackson. Oh, to make a correlation that isn't really there? Yeah, like, like I feel like it's it's a lot of that and then... Everybody goes and fact fact checks later, and then like they don't even do that. A lot of people will in our society. A lot of people will read the headlines, and that's the story. They won't read any further. It takes a lot for people to actually read past the headlines, unless it's force fed to them. I'm just letting everyone watching this know it doesn't take too long to read a paragraph. People don't like reading. I couldn't. I couldn't perfectly read until I was ten. I went to Sylvan's Learning Center, so if I can, if I can read one paragraph, everyone can too. I'm just saying it. It might, it might change your viewpoint on some things, guys. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> people don't like reading more so that people just want to listen. That's why podcasts are actually coming up, and they're yeah. getting more and more popular because people don't have time to sit down. Well, we we got to, res- we got to kind of respect those people. Yes, sir. I get that, but it's it's <laughs> yes, it's in terms of people don't want to sit down and read because it takes time out of their day to sit down and focus on this to read it when they could literally do be doing anything else at any point of the day and just listen to something else. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, um, me and Daniel both, uh, we we want feedback from from y'all as viewers. We want y'all to you know to to weigh in on these discussions because that's the only way that's the only way you can get good conversation. We don't want we don't want bashing, we don't want cancel culture because this is a this is an environment to where we want everyone to feel heard, you know. And I I I generally want everyone to have like like a voice, you know. But like it's like I said, we want like this community but in the positive direction to where we can actually come to an understanding as human beings. Well, that's the point of freedom minds is to have a free mind to speak your opinion, whether you're on the right, the left, up, down. It realistically does not matter because everyone does have an opinion. But more important than an opinion, everyone has their own thoughts. And I think that's the part that actually offends people is that other people don't think the way that they do. Yeah. Like and there's also there's also uh, a big issue with with the fear of cancel culture. Some people are so afraid to even speak their minds, you know, that have like a really good uh, really good opinion. There are some very probably in- intelligent individuals that you know could that have solutions out there that have ideas that you know, but they're so afraid to take that step because they feel like immediately they're going to be you know, canceled right off the bat because it's not what the general populace believes, you know? Well, I mean, like I was bringing back comedy, or not bringing back, I was mentioning comedy earlier. It's like, we're already seeing that in movies, right? It's like, if you take a movie from, like, the 1990s that was just critically, this is, this is like, a funny, funny movie, a lot of the stuff in it will not be politically correct and would get canceled nowadays if it actually came out. So it's like we're seeing in our media already that this is having an effect on everything that we consume as a general populace. Like, um, what was that? What was that movie about North Korea? The interview. Oh, the interview. Yes, yes, the yes. interview. That I think that was 2011. Yeah, that was fantastic. 
that was that was like but see like I don't know. If I was Kim Jong-un, I would have laughed my ass off at that movie. Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure you and him think very differently. Yeah, like, but, I, like, you know, it's not, like, but also, like, if you've ever seen, like, a documentary about that country, you want to talk about cancel culture at the max? Like, look up a documentary about North Korea, because that's what will lead to, to where... No information other than my leader is a god will be available. You know, what do you think about that? I mean, that's that was China's pretty much got the same shit going. Yeah, but I feel like China is still more aware of what's going on in the world. You know. Well, I mean, it's not like North Korea is shutting out. They're. I feel like North Korea is just shutting out information to their general populace that's it it's like all the higher-ups everyone who makes all the decisions they are they are consuming the information from the world so that they can still somewhat be uh, involved enough to know what's happening you know well, it's no, like they, they only know the what's happening i'm talking about we're here for the we're here for the little people not like we're here for the little people that like that normally don't have a voice i want people to express their opinions and not feel scrutinized or oh we're or gonna get attacked 100 percent. okay well we, yeah we'll we'll I'll, I'll definitely we'll definitely deal with that when the time comes but like it's a step in the right direction it's a step in the right direction um if you if you want to attack somebody just because they want you want everyone to be equal and have a voice, then that's on them. Now, granted, now, granted, should I say, should I say, oh, well, you know, everyone should just do what they want. No, everyone, I believe everyone should take a step back and really, you know, take their views in consideration, but also take other people's views in consideration and really think about how that affects them it's a it's a give and take it's a give and take relationship with the world and once i feel like people have understood that balance to where we can understand each other as individuals like i'm going to tell you right now me and me and this man me and my co-host right here we do not agree on everything nope no not at all not at all not at all but we but we both respect each other's opinions and we're able to openly discuss about them on this podcast with you all see that's that's that step in the direction that we're that we're taking. Like me and him both have very completely different political views, very different views about money, um, life, life in general. Like we have we have very different views, but at the same time, I'm able to sit here and listen to what he has to say, and he's here to listen to what I have to say, and we can have a back and forth with no problem. Well, I mean, you you need that because. Yeah. If me and you agreed on absolutely everything, the only thing... And this is a trap that most people fall into. They surround themselves with people who think exactly like they do. So what it ends up becoming is just an echo chamber of the <laughs> same thing. And, like, there's no diverging thoughts. Yeah. Like, like it's that, it's that thing uh, op opposites attract. It's like the very simple concept. But people, I don't think people understand the deeper meaning behind it. You know, uh, the deeper meaning behind it is that if you if you surround yourself with people that have differing opinions but aren't going to like completely shut you out, what you see there is you're going to see a, a growth in your viewpoints and also theirs. As long as they're not toxic people. Yeah, as like like I said, as long as they're not scrutinizing you for your beliefs and they're not shutting you out, you'll find a growth. Like I feel I've gotten I've grown a lot based off of our I, my conversations I've had with Daniel and I feel like he's grown a lot from his conversations he's had with me and we've seen things that we you know, normally if we had just trudged on them alone or just surrounded ourselves with people that think the exact same way we wouldn't have been able to ever get those viewpoints you know and it's that growth that i think is that that we're missing as a as a population is it weird that i actually came to this realization a while ago it's like religion used to be the thing like it's very much spread it as far as you can let everybody know about it 
get everyone on board, right? And then we came to a certain point in our country where we're like, hey, stop pushing your beliefs on me, right? And <laughs> it became very much known, hey, I don't want to I don't want anything to do with that. Leave me alone. Don't shove it down my throat. But then after that happened, we're trying to shove political views down everyone's throat. We're trying to shove our way of thinking down everyone's throat. It's like we put religion to the sideline, but they just replaced it with something else completely. But you're doing the same thing. You're doing yeah, it's it's the exact same thing. But like what I think what I think the difference is is we because back when the constitution was being made we wrote down pretty much they 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 pretty much pre-planned like in a broadening sense tried to pre-plan for what this was going to look like or what the country might end up looking like yes like they they knew at some point that religion might be a major issue so freedom of a religion we're going to throw that in there make sure everyone knows that like well, I mean, that everyone one, can believe whatever they want to believe. Well, that you know? one was already because when they had left from England, there was already religious persecutions at the time. Yeah, well, they well, you think that. But then when you start to look deeper into the like the Constitution and how it was set up, it was literally it's pretty much a pretty much a pre planner. So that way politicians couldn't exert certain powers, because imagine if we did like. Imagine if the Bill of Rights had never been added, oh, because originally it wasn't be supposed fucked. to be added. We'd yeah. be fucked. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like I don't think y'all realize, like, like Dude, most people would get their not only their rights taken away because they never had it to begin with, the government could literally do what other uh, countries do to their citizens, but they can't do to us because we have those inalienable rights. Yeah, and like. Like, I really don't think people realize that the Bill of Rights wasn't part of the original draft of the Constitution. That was the deal. That was the deal breaker. So to get everyone to sign it, they had to create that in order for everyone at the table to sign it. That's insane, right? And there was like half half of the room was like, oh, we don't need this. Yes, but it's it came to a head that they got that done. Because even though people disagreed, they all agreed, this is stuff that needs to be here for the future generations. To protect, to protect us, to protect the little people from, from potentially, like, the Founding Fathers' ancestors. Descendants? Descendants. Uh, their, what's it, their uh, successors, like, to That's their, to the their roles. Well, no, like, like... But they're not necessarily their descendants because they're different. They're they're from different families. Oh, you're right. talking about like in terms of the position like, yeah, of the, power that yeah, they the held. Yeah, the position. So they're okay, successors. Okay. So like their future successors, uh, so they couldn't trample all over us, even though we're all they're constantly finding loopholes to do so. That's why, like, well, I mean, the, the one of the loopholes is just making an amendment. Yeah. Like. It can, anything can be changed in our amendments by adding another amendment. Yes, but they made it super hard for that to happen. Hey, they're finding loopholes. It's not stopping them. Yeah, like they're they they we're finding loopholes, but it's it's such a great thing that that was invented because the fact that they're able we're able to combat against certain things from being just like completely ran through on our side, you know? Yeah, like. Uh, the right to bear arms, right? It's like I'm sure that they realize at some point we've already oh, seen. Oh, we're about to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, yes, yes. But it's like when you think he about it, it's like he brought guns into the situation. But people, people, people so. make the argument of you know, hey, uh, when the founding fathers wrote this, I'm sure they weren't talking about semi-automatic rifles and all these other things that we have today. It's like they probably did because it's not like these people were idiots. They can see that, hey, we went from stones to steel to, you know, blades and stuff all the way to firearms. What they had was muskets, but they already saw that there was this uh, improvement upon weaponry that they're like, OK, well, we have this now. You think the thought never occurred to them? What if I could just keep firing this musket over and over again without reloading? That thought had to have been everywhere. Yes. So it's like that was one of the things that they planned for was what we have today. Yeah, when they 
So when interchangeable parts were created, that was a game changer in warfare because one hundred percent able like when you were able to like disassemble your rifle and able to reassemble it in literally like a minute. Because muskets were just wooden, a steel pipe, wasn't it, with a flint? Yeah, like, like it was all like one piece. Yeah, there were no interchangeable parts. If like if it broke, that was it. Yeah, and so when interchangeable parts were a thing, like. You could have, like, your satchel, and if, like, something broke on it, you could just disassemble it, put it back together, and, you know, there we go. And then lever action and uh, revolvers, and then we went into the rifles and stuff we have today when we further and further, like, evolved uh, into warfare. Yes, but I actually had a question. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, our cancel culture, because, like I said, I don't agree with all of it. I actually don't agree with most of it. But it's like... In terms of the people that are actually using it, and I know for a fact it's just they don't like hearing it because our generation that's coming up and even our own is very much of the mindset of, you know, my emotions matter more than everything else. But one of the staples of cancel culture is to try to get rid of things that are racist, and that's become, like, a much, much more pronounced topic. It's like it's always been here. Don't get me wrong. It has always been here, but it's been more pronounced in terms of people feeling like it should be called out, which I do agree with. Yes. But I also think that it might be going the wrong way with it. Because one of the examples uh, that I was seeing after a while was that uh, they were taking off people of color from food products like Uncle Ben's, Land O'Lake, right? Uh, Aunt Jemima. She was a icon. Aunt Jemima, right? Yeah. But it's like... The argument was that it was racist because you're using people of color to sell a product, right? Um, how about how about they don't understand the history behind that, that those people of color were the people that fucking, you know, like, I don't think people realize this, but most of the good southern food we have here today was invented by black people. Yeah. I'll, well, yeah, I'll agree to that to a degree. So here's 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 the reason why. Because white people in the day back in the day did not cook their own food. I mean, a lot of people would argue that you know you still can't. Like, but that's what. I, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is like a lot of like the the big the big like southern recipes, especially like if you go into Louisiana and you ever have like good Louisiana dishes, oh, like, like southern the, dishes, the good gumbo. Like the good, yeah, like those were those were invented by African Americans, you know, like, and I don't think I don't think people realize that those those labels were not meant in a in a racist fashion. It was kind of more of like a homage to the fact of the culture, like the like Uncle Ben's was was put there, you know, because it's bomb rice, like it's. Like I'll be honest, it's some bomb rice, but it's it, the I think the uh, problem that people had was it was the depiction. Like I said, it was you're using this face to sell this product. Well, if we're if we're doing that, then we should take all white people off of boxes too. See, I noticed that it's like you're only taking off people of color from all these food it's products. Like every but the every white person is being left alone. Yeah, KFC, Wendy's, that's Burger more, King. That's more hey, racist than. Hey, it's like I was thinking the same shit. I'm like, okay, firstly, you are eliminating every person of color from stores and all these places, and you're keeping all the white people so that whenever you look at this, all you see are white people. Yeah. Is that racist? That's that that's more racist than you know than what they're saying is actually racist. It's like you had good intent. I see where you were going with it. But well, it no. just was poorly executed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you were gonna do that, then you gotta remove everybody. Remove everybody. everybody's face. Like there are no more faces. There's gotta be They're cartoons and like fictional creatures on every box. Because at this point. if you're just getting rid of people of color, that just seems like you're sending the wrong message of, hey, we don't like seeing colored people on our products. Exactly. It's like that's like, that's like that's the message that's not being perpetrated. It's like, hey, because they make it very known that these are racist because they're using it. They're exploiting them. Essentially, yeah. they're exploiting these colored people, right? But, but it still just seems racist that the only that they don't target white people at all in terms of these products. Yeah. It's like 
make it don't be um what is it uh don't have the double standard just because there are people of color on a product get rid of all of people uh all of uh the faces all of them it's like get rid of uh people of color get rid of white people and then it's like no one will have a problem with it it's like okay everyone's equal across the board just getting rid of all faces we don't need that you know and it's crazy because like that was a that was that was pushed because of cancel culture because if that if those like say those companies decided to keep their logos on there you think cuz those products would have boycotted those products would have been boycotted by a group of people that didn't like it but i feel like it really wouldn't have mattered that much it would have been bad publicity is it really all it is yeah but and like no company wants that but at the same time it's like the people I mean, who enjoy been, your it product must have been enough it must have been enough for for them to remove it you know what i'm saying i really don't think it is because companies just don't like bad publicity and if it, if you get hit with the label of this company is racist for using this that's a bad image to have but that's the point of cancel culture it's i'm going to shout you down i'm going to call you these names and make these accusations on you even if they're not i mean that's been a very favorite tactic of if you don't agree with me you're homophobic you're racist you're bigoted right those are the big three it used to be hey you're a nazi but honestly that was used so much that that term if people get called it it's like dude it's lost all its meaning. But like, so like removing those like depictions from boxes would be like the same as like would be the same as getting angry for like them replacing you know the white Jake from State Farm to the black Jake of State Farm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it would have like if it was a black uh, Jake. Yeah, they're like, fa- or they're like yeah, oh, yeah. they're doing that to appease black people. That's racist. You know, like well, no, no, no. I I thought you were going with the other one. Like if they started with a. Uh, a black Jake from State Farm, and then switched it to a white. People would also have problems. Oh, yeah, they, would. oh, you're whitewashing him. Yeah, like you know, but it's like when the reverse is done, it's not an issue. It's not an issue. It's not. Yeah, but it's like you think about it. It's like, why does it matter? Realistically, why does it matter? It's like. Personally, I thought the the best that best the best commercial for that thing was the Drake from State Farm, where they had like the doubles. He's like, is that Drake? Yeah, it's Drake from State Farm. I don't remember seeing that one. Right. <laughs> so they had a stunt double commercial, and he was like, uh, and the Jake from State Farm stunt double was Drake, and it was Drake from State Farm. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I got to go back and watch that one. But, but no, uh, man, like, like, yeah, it's just those little things like that where, like, like nothing was said about that. Nothing. Nobody was like, Hey, that's kind of weird how they changed that like that, you know? Like no one was like, but we cannot have black people on on boxed food that's supposed to like represent where that food came from, like the culture that that food came from. Well, you know, I like mean, you look at it and it's it's even past that cuz I mean, you the Redskins, that name got completely changed. They completely changed their logo. The NFL or I guess it was a team, they changed that because people were offended that the team was called the Redskins and had an Indian as their logo, right? And it's been like that for I don't even know how many years. Yeah. But it wasn't until recently that it w- they were forced to change it. Yes. And I put air quotations uh, because it's like they were forced, but it, I'm sure it was a decision just made by pressure. Did you know that? So, uh, so hold up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look something up. So. Uh, what are you looking up? There was a. There's a team called the Buccaneers, right? Uh, I believe so. It's not. It's not an NFL, but uh, it's. Uh, I think it's a college uh, team. No, it's in the NFL. The Is Buccaneers. It? Oh no, no. Okay, it's the uh, the pirate flag. Okay. Yeah, but like, so. I mean, what are you getting at, though? So, did the foot was the football always there? On what the Buccaneers logo? Yeah, uh, as far as I can remember, but I mean, dude, I could have swore that like it may have been always there. That's but what like I'm saying. When I was looking at that, I was like, it's like, did they literally just only put a football there so that way it didn't look like a pirate flag? Well, I'm, people, you know, like people don't care about pirates. It's like, bro, people care about everything. I don't think you understand. Like, no, no, no. In terms of what's offensive, people don't care about pirates. 
Well, people don't see pirates. I, pirates. As, well, I get that. But people <laughs> don't see pirates as something that's offensive. Even though pirates did like horrible, horrible things, you know, like like they were very offensive. Very offensive. Like they probably laugh at you for trying to correct them about their gender. Like that would be like people like boycotting like like the Pirates of the Caribbean films because of all the awful things pirates did in, in history, you know. Well, I mean, well, yeah, but. Thankfully, those movies came out at a time where it wasn't, there was really no political correctness. It's like when those first movies came out, like political correctness was really maybe an infant at that time. It, it's yeah. not where it's at today, where it's controlling our entire uh, uh, nation. But it's just like, it's, it's just nuts because now, now like, it's almost like people metaphorically sweat every time they put a comment somewhere or every time they want to post something or literally sweat or literally sweat you know i didn't want to say everyone's sweating because i don't like i just kind of type what i'm thinking you well, know everyone's sweaty it's probably why i'm gonna it's probably why i'm gonna get we're gonna get canceled <laughs> i mean but that's that's the point of the podcast is to you know like I said, speak your mind, and we're going to absolutely get criticized for this. Yeah. 100%. Let y'all know, if y'all cancel Freedom Minds, we're just going to create a new name and go somewhere else. You know? We don't have to change the name. Oh, we don't? It's just going to... What are just people... Oh, people are just going to bash us until we, like, stop? Yeah. Pretty, well, I mean, a very favorite tactic of this cancel culture is doxing, right? So they will... Find who you are, find where you work, call your place of business. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's a majority. I'm very certain that it's like a loud minority that is actually um, participating in this. It's a very loud, very, very loud minority, though. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. It's like they just want to silence you by any means. That's what I was bringing up before. Like, they will attack your place of business. They will attack your livelihood, all of it. They'll do whatever they can to make your life so difficult just because you have a different opinion. Shit, they can try. But, and I'm sure some will. But it's like in terms of cancel culture, it's like we've seen that extend to that degree where people will go after jobs, they'll get doxxed, all this other stuff. But it's very frightening to know how easy it is to attain information. Like, for instance, there was this guy who... uh there was a big debate about, you know, in terms of your sexual preference, who you were willing to sleep with and all that. Yeah. And it was very much on the realm of, hey, I only like sleeping with biological women. So and it was a joke. It was an absolute joke. He said, I'm super straight. Right. That was a joke. But because cancel culture is so prevalent and people feel like their opinions are so strong, it's like even if it was taken as a joke, what ended but, up happening but that's his opinion. Well, it was a joke, like I said. He but didn't. E e even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't a joke, even if he was just like, well, a lot of people actually got behind him. Was like, hey, I know it was a joke that it started, but I actually align with this. Yeah. Right. But what ended up happening was he ended up taking down the original video, and what ended up uh, going forward from that point was he did get doxxed. Like he was getting death threats, and it even t extended to the point where his mother was getting death threats. It's oh, like okay. she yeah. had absolutely don't, nothing to do with it, that, and she was getting death threats. Don't go that far. Don't go that far. But that's the thing. In terms of cancel culture, people will absolutely go that far people, because it's also a fear tactic. People need to realize that, like, it's someone – if it's someone's opinion that is their, their, singular, their opinion, and, you know, confront them about it, you know? That's 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 the only thing. It's one thing. It's one thing to do that to the person of the source, and you feel like they're actually somehow threatening your livelihood. If you feel that way, you know, talk to them about it. But if you feel that way about anything I have to say, um, you know, leave a comment. We will be watching. We will be looking. I will answer if I see them. Um, I won't answer all of them, depending on how many comments we have. But, but see, it's kind of messed up because it's like in that whole thing, the and it was a movement. And I'm, again, doing air quotations for those listening. It was a movement of all these people who aligned with this idea. But 
it was attacked literally right after that as being transphobic. It was trying to cancel it of, hey, you're transphobic. This idea shouldn't exist because it's transphobic. Yeah. I mean, how? So he was just saying he was straight and that was pretty much the basis of it. No, no, no. Because people have already been saying, hey, I'm straight. I don't want to sleep with a uh, man a man who transitioned to a woman. She looks like a woman. She's got all the parts and everything, but I don't want to sleep with her because she wasn't a biological woman. She used to be a guy. And that was the issue that people took uh, offense of. It's like, but this person's a woman now, so why does it matter that they used to be a guy? And people fought back against that. Like, no, I want a biological woman. I don't care what she looks like now. Or even he, for some people who actually did that. But that was the whole idea of, of it. So that's how this even came to be was that, hey, I want a biological woman, so I'm super straight, right? And it was... Super. He said super straight, and yeah, that was like a joke? That was the joke. It was, okay. I'm super straight. It's like, I'm straight. I'm just super straight. But that was the joke. Okay, so... For our trans audience, you know, that should be one person that you should just, like, if you don't like, if, if you didn't like what he said, just don't watch him. Well, here's That's the like the easiest, here's like the the easiest way to, to, to ruin his, just take that away from his audience. Because well, that's, if you, like, why would you bother, you know, coming after somebody who is against, like, if you feel like is against your beliefs, you should just. Stop watching them, okay. and that that eliminates the here's business. It's here's just the, like it's here's just the like thing about it. Restaurant. Here's, hold on, hold food. on, hold on. Here's the thing about it. You said to our trans audience, and I actually noticed this. It wasn't even really them. They really didn't have a problem with it. It was all the other people getting offended on their behalf. Oh, okay. Well, then you need to step in your lane for all those people. Like, so, like. People that are trying to fight other people's battles that don't need to be fought. One thing is one thing that people need to start doing is this is part of the this is part of the whole freedom minds like agenda. We want people to start speaking up what they have to say because we generally want to hear other people's opinions because that's the only way that's the only way your voice will ever get heard and that's the only way your views could ever progress and grow as a person. Because if you just, like, stay stuck in the mud and you just, like, stay silent, there's no way you can grow as a person. There's no way. You know? If, and You're being complacent. Yeah, you're being complacent and you're just, like, staying in isolation, essentially. Now, if you don't want anyone... If you're afraid, I get it. But take baby steps. You know, if you have, if you have really close friends that you really trust, start with them. Open up. Let them know. How you're feeling. You well, know? I mean, even then, if they're not, if they put their views above your friendship, then that, that friendship's going to be over very quickly. Well, okay. And see, but that's that's the part of growth that I was talking about. I mean, but it's the same thing. It extends to family, too. Yeah, but that's, but that's, but that's still growth because now you realize who your true friends are and who are the ones that only like you because of what they perceived you to be. You know, and that's a very... That's a very wrong feeling whenever you can't be yourself around the people you consider to be your friends and family. Like like our like our family for for instance, you know. Like our family. Are you we, talking so about our friend family or so, our family? So we family? have a crew and they're our family. You know, we are we are a tight knit unit and we are ourselves around them. Yeah, okay. You know? Fair enough. We openly talk about our problems are issues with each other because we are family and we truly believe that. And that's the part of growth that I'm telling you about. If you're, if you don't start finding out who those people are that you can trust and be yourself with, you won't grow as a person. And then once you start making those baby steps towards that, then you can be yourself out in the world. Well, and it's, and it, and it helps. It acts like a it acts like a shield because you know at the end of the day that there are still people that love you for who you are. I say don't don't cut off anybody though who's like just because they disagree with you or you disagree with them. Don't be cutting people off because I mean no yes yes it's, like, it's, a, it's a two way honest, it's a two way street. Like if, if you I'm want people honest, to accept you, you got to accept them. But if if I'm being honest, it's like 
I have very like if I'm over here in terms of my views, my family is all the way on the other side. Right. But they're my family. Yeah. It's like I'm not going to hate them. I like I'm going to disagree with them. That much is obvious. Yes. But it's like I'm not going to cut them out of my life just because I disagree with them on certain topics, uh, just because we're completely on opposite ends but of uh, ideas. So just for just for example's sake, so say y'all do like say like say you're getting into a discussion with your mother, you know, and, you know, y'all have different views on a certain topic. You would you agree that you still grow from well, like understanding how she feels about said topic? Yes, because it's about hearing the other side. It's like I will absolutely listen to you, but and a very important part is to just do your own research. Yes, yes. Do your like do your own research. Don't take everything from word of mouth from people. Um, like we, there's the topics that we talked about. We could absolutely be wrong on. It's like Ab- we're, n- abs- we're not absolutely we're not the be all speak all. We're we're people. right, we right in the very beginning wrong. of this of this uh, episode. Um, we I immediately from from the get go. Um, I was just talking to to Daniel about it. Um, but the the issue uh, is like I I tend to not really watch the news or stay in the loop with like what's going on in the world generally because I like to I like face to face interactions and I like to see the world from my two my my two eyes and that gives me like a very certain perspective. That's the way I like to live my life. Because if and this is just this is just my opinion. He likes to do a lot of research. He likes to like keep in loop with the world. And it allows me to get a very good glimpse of what's going on in the world. But through what Daniel experiences with me, I see everything from what I see, which is essentially, you know, the human interactions with people and the experiences they have. And it allows me to kind of like understand how day-to-day life is in their shoes, you know? So, like I said, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely good to do your own research. So like, I don't take anything, anything that's ever told to me, I don't like, 100 percent believe in unless there is like the factual evidence behind it and that's like a good lead to start so if you if well it also depends on where you get your information from because if you go online and look it up you can find just as many views uh that agree with what you're trying to say and just as many to against what you're trying to say yeah credible sources are are very important but like i said like unless it's just like factual like it like it comes from directly from the source and it's in direct writing i don't take anything for 100% value and that's a good mechanism to help it'll help caution you but don't completely discredit somebody you know if someone if you believe someone is misinformed you should be like oh well can you show me where that article is can you um can you, you know, give me a, a link to that so I can so I can read it so I I'm interested to to see, and or watch it or listen to it. Yeah, and and you'll find that that like eliminates a lot of you know miscommunications. Well, in terms of word of mouth, yes, yes, because you know when people are talking to one another, it's very much so. Hey, I watched this, I saw this, I read this, and I'm trying to reverberate it. What all those things that happen, but. You know, our minds are very fickle in the terms of we're not going to be able to just do word for word. A lot of people don't have that photographic memory where they can just see it once, remember every word that was said, and then say it again to somebody else. It's like we end up cutting out parts of it just because of how our minds are. Yes, yes. That's why it's very important to not take everyone's word for fact and actually do your own research based off what they're talking about. And exactly. And like I said, you know... Fact checkers. Like, Fact checkers, please. Like a good, so a good prevention from like having cancel culture like affect your life. Like, you know, make sure make sure you find an outlet. Like in terms of what? An outlet like as as in like me like me and you like how I can come to you, and talk literally about anything if I need to. Okay. Okay. Like try to find an outlet. Uh, it's not going to be easy, you know, f- especially for people who have never tried before. 
you know but you got but i i'm telling you if you try to find an outlet for yourself um you will find improvement in you know appreciating your identity as a human being who you truly are what your beliefs are that and once you build that confidence you're you're able to you know have more discussions that you feel strongly about but necessarily were afraid to speak about due to like criticism or you know bashing and things like that so um i don't know you got anything well that's actually the end of the show so we're gonna wrap it up from here very good but remember just speak your mind you know let your opinion be known but don't think of it as it's just so important that everyone else has to know about it it's just speak what you believe is right do what you believe is right without trampling on others in that pursuit but on that note let your mind flow i'm dan platinum and i'm jacks pyro this has been freedom minds thank you very much have a good one guys